Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Here's some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. Good morning. Today is Friday, November 22nd, 2019. This morning we have a interesting article from the Hamilton Spectator about the rent increases or rather just the rising value of rents in Hamilton. We have some numbers from Indwell. We have another Wealth Hacker interview. Let's jump into that one right away. What's your name and is there a way people can contact you? Um, my name's Hans. I'm a dentist. Uh, I guess they can look me up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I mean, What's that's... your dental office? It's uh, Plattsville Dental. Plattsville Dental. Yeah. Okay, they can Google that. Yeah, they can Google it. Sure. sure. Uh, Hans, what's your favorite investment strategy? Um, right now it's buy and hold, but I'm hoping to learn a little bit more than that, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm a typical, just smaller investor, just trying to get in at the moment. So uh, yeah. Okay, and are you financially independent? I would say almost, but not quite. Yeah, sure. So what yeah. uh, what have you done to get to this point, and what's going to take you across that line? Well, help, uh, being a dentist helps. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I have my own practice, so that obviously yeah. helps. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the main strategy, like most dentists. Yeah. So. And then, what do you think that'll that's going to be enough to take you across the line? Or are you looking at anything else? Um, I'm not relying on that solely, yeah. but uh, like anyone else, you want a, a variety of investments cool. too. All right. Yeah. All right. A couple quick questions. Sure. Should someone rent or own their primary residence? Um, I would say own. Okay. It's worked for me. Yep. And we paid down our mortgage quickly, as fast as possible. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm a big believer of that so far. Right on. Uh, and cash flow or appreciation? Cash flow. Right on. Cash flow. You can withstand a lot if you have cash flow, even if it's one dollar. I love that. All right. Thank you very much, Hans. No problem. Indwell is a charity in Hamilton that provides affordable housing to anybody, uh, to applicants and anybody who finds themselves struggling, um, whether it be mentally, uh, with addiction, with disability, for whatever reason they can't find employment, stable employment enough to hold, to get, pay market rents in Hamilton. And so what, not just in Hamilton, they're doing this in Mississauga, Woodstock, London, uh, now Norfolk as well, and Simcoe. They have multiple buildings in Hamilton. And they don't just provide the housing, but they provide community support. So there's addictions counseling, there's uh, food, uh, food support, there's just community activities to help build friendships, and just those base needs that are actually stripped away when you don't have stable housing. And they provide all of the above. They also provide employment training. They offer opportunities for their residents to volunteer with them. And when you look at their 2018, when you look at their 2018 annual report, you see that sure, 43% of their operating income comes from grants and expenses, but another 40% comes from rents, room and board, and then from. Uh, and then a certain percentage from donations and then administration fees. So they're not completely reliant on grants and, and, and donations, and they're not completely reliant on the government. And I mean, no doubt if those were stripped away, it would be, struggle, it'd be a struggle for them to operate. But this is the point. 
they are providing a service at, and then so you look at you look at their operating income versus their uh, operating expenses and they're operating in the black they're a nonprofit and they're operating in the black these people are efficient they know what they're doing and all of their money goes towards supporting people when you look at their expenses their biggest expenses are people which is how it should be they their building expenses are minimal compared to what they you know they have many multi-residential uh, buildings and commercial buildings out there and they're their expenses are, are pretty low across all of, all of their buildings. Indwell is an efficient charity. You know, you, you worry about when you donate to a charity that they are about how they're going to use your money. First of all, Indwell is very transparent. Second of all, they're very open to meeting you and talking to you. They're very personable. Thirdly, you can see directly the impact that they're having by visiting one of their buildings and going to one of their, their community outreach. You can volunteer with them if you want. And am I at four now? Uh, well, I don't even remember what four was. It doesn't matter. The point is that Indwell is efficient, and you can see where your money's going, and you know it's having a direct impact on the people they serve. If you want to, uh, so Houston Street Baptist, the reason why I cover this is because Houston Street Baptist is building, it's a church that's building affordable housing. They saw what Indwell was doing and they wanted to partner with them. So Indwell and Houston Street Baptist building a new building. They want people moving in by April, 2020. They're midway through construction right now. They need another uh, five million, over $5 million. It was a $21 million project. They've already raised what 16 million dollars they just need there's just this little bit to go so that they're fully funded and they don't have to rely on commercial financing to to cover the rest like that's huge you're talking about a church here okay that's amazing so let's add let this church who is already serving their community this charity who is supremely efficient with the money that they are given let's add momentum to that if you want to give if you want to give big i'm talking a hundred thousand dollars email me recoffee at joelarnt.ca i'll set up a meeting with the leadership of indwell and houston street baptist you can talk to them about and, and get a feel for yourself about exactly how good they are at what they do if you just want to, if, if that hundred thousand dollars is not in your budget, it's not in mine, <laughs> but I do give monthly. So I've put links in the show notes for both Houston Street Baptist and Indwell, uh, and you can choose which, which organization you'd like to, to support and add momentum to. Let's, let's put our might on this side of the lever so that we're lifting up the other side, which is the, com- the community programs, the affordable housing, impacting people who need it the most. Okay, and let's partner with people who are already doing this stuff. Check out the links in the show notes. And uh, yeah, let's make a difference. From the Hamilton Spectator, Hamilton experiences massive rent increases. Hamilton has seen a whopping 24.4% jump in the asking price of vacant apartments over the past year the highest increase for a city in Canada, according to a new survey. However, the National Rent Report by Rentals.ca, an online apartment listing service, found that Hamilton's average monthly rent of 1533 for a one-bedroom is relatively affordable compared to other cities. Hamilton was 16th most expensive city to rent in, with Toronto topping the list with $2,320 for a one-bedroom. 
The spokesperson for CMHC noted a spokesperson for CMHC noted that the rentals.ca survey focuses on asking prices of vacant units on the company's site, which only captures a portion of the marketplace. Most renters stay in their units one year to the next and experience rent-controlled increases of around 2%. It's also difficult with vacant units to find similar ones to compare one year to the next. It can lead to volatile results because you're unlikely to survey the same units in both years, said Anthony Pazzarelli, a CMHC senior analyst. Yet, the CMHC says, he, the CMHC, he says, has found in broad-based surveys that annual rent increases in Hamilton have been among the strongest in the country. Considering rent-controlled units and ones not under control, annual increases are about 5%, he said. A CMHC 2019 report on the subject is scheduled for January. Good to know. The results from the rental.ca survey are also interesting because they suggest the rental market is following a similar trajectory as the real estate market that has been marked by big price increases in the past several years. But houses still remain affordable when compared to the greater Toronto area. People are moving out of Toronto and they are looking at affordable places to move to. Maybe they don't want to live in a suburb, they want to live in a city. Hamilton is a city. There is a historic downtown with some great bones, and the rent is significantly cheaper, said Ben Myers of Bullpen Consulting, which crunched the numbers from rentals.ca database. And that big difference in rental prices between the two cities will continue to encourage a migration from Hamilton to, sorry, to Hamilton from Toronto that will increase demand and drive up prices further. The appeal of Hamilton is something that is noted on the Rentals.ca website that says Hamilton's housing market has been on fire, but there are always deals to be found here. It notes that for years Hamilton had a bad reputation, basically being seen as Canada's Detroit or the armpit of Canada. But in the last couple of years, Hamilton has gone from Ontario's ugly duckling to the golden goose, becoming the top city for cool young creatives, uh, creative types looking to buy a home and unable to afford one in Toronto. The website goes on to say there are still concerns in the city and somewhat inexplicably, <laughs> I remember reading this, I was like, what? Warned prospective renters, ladies, there have been some issues with guys masturbating at women even in the middle of the day. I don't know where that report came from on the site. Yeah. Anyway, however, since an earlier version of this story was posted online, the reference to masturbating on the website was removed. That's that's new. I was just looking at that website last week. Anyway. Hamilton is seeing the biggest increases in rent in Canada. Process that for a minute. You want to talk about a hot market. And you wonder, you know, Hamilton landlords wonder why we get such flack here and why there's such pushback here not saying it's not warranted i'm not saying it's right or you know whatever like it's just when prices when you leave an apartment and you're and the you realize that the rents have jumped let's say you rent one year you leave an apartment to go for something bigger and expect you know maybe a couple hundred dollars more but it ends up being 25 percent more than that 
on a you know something that you might have been expecting thirteen fourteen hundred dollars now you have to pay twenty five percent more upwards of three hundred dollars three hundred four hundred dollars so that's a lot I remember when my wife and I were in this was 2016 we moved we'd given up one apartment um, and we're going to make a big move but end up not like we we're gonna move out of Ontario but that fell through so we had to now find an apartment in Hamilton again well when we started looking rents were $300 more than what we were paying and of course Uh, the landlord didn't really want us to not move. We'd already given us, our, given him our notice. It's a shock. It's a real shock when you, especially if you've been a long-term tenant in a place where you've been paying under a thousand dollars or even close to a thousand dollars for a decent unit, decent one or two bedroom unit, and then maybe it's been like that for the last five, six years, and then you move out and you realize that you now have to pay. 15, 16, 17, maybe even 18, depending on the, the quality that you're used to, maybe even $1,800 for a two or three bedroom unit. That's a huge shock. And incomes in this area, depending on who you are, incomes in this area can definitely support it. Like if, you, if you're if you an engineering or if you are uh, in health at all, really, if you are uh, in tech at all, like you, you can afford it. It's just a it's a shock and when your budget isn't used to it it's something that um, now people in those kind of professions are not the ones that are really feeling the pressure it's people who are working minimum wage jobs where if you had two people working minimum wage jobs you could comfortably afford apartment before whereas now even with two people working minimum wage jobs you can't it's one person working a middle minimum wage job. You can't afford rent in, in Hamilton. If it's two people working minimum wage jobs, you can just about afford rent in Hamilton, depending on the size and the environment you want. Because that, that means everything, right? So from the renter's perspective, it's a huge shock. And that's why there's a lot of pushback in Hamilton. So landlords love it, but it comes at a cost, right? And there are people that will pay for it. Like there are enough people moving in from Toronto, moving in from other areas that are getting really good jobs in Hamilton that are perfectly happy to rent at the market prices here because you get you, you get a you get a big city experience here without actually being in the big city. And you can you get the the same kind of job that you could get in Toronto here. For goodness sakes, you could work remotely for a company in Toronto or Mississauga, maybe commute in one or two days a week, live in Hamilton, and you're sitting pretty. Hamilton's got a lot going for it, and even though uh, it gets, it's probably also one of the cities that you'll get a lot of pushback from tenants, like there's, there's, there's pretty strong tenant organizations. As long as you're doing everything within the rules, you've got nothing to worry about. People complain and then they move on. Complain about the next person.
it's interesting. It's definitely something that um, I, I know I've seen a lot of investors cash in on lately. Uh, people love doing the uh, basement suite addition strategy where uh, they're buying up a lot of bungalows on the mountain that have full full basements, sometimes side entrances, and they're just perfect candidates to turn those basements into uh, into apartments with their own with with separate entrances with their own entrance, and you're getting just as much square foot as the top floor most of the time, so you can charge really good rent for those basement units and really good rent for those main floor units, and you've got a space in the suburbs in Hamilton which is pretty quiet for the most part. So sure, the house values in Hamilton have shot up, but when you add as much value, when you force appreciation by adding another unit legally, because Hamilton, City of Hamilton loves adding units right now, it's, we need it. First of all, that shoots up the value of your property. Second of all, your monthly gross income, gross rent income, just skyrocketed and becomes more than serviceable. I'd love to know what you think uh, about rising rents in Hamilton, if you've experienced it at all as an investor, as a mortgage professional, as a uh, contractor, as a, uh, you know, what, what does that do? I don't know if that would do anything, mortgage income do anything, or sorry, rental income do anything to insurance? I don't think so. But, uh, and obviously as realtors, Email me, recoffee at joelarnt.ca. So that's recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a. If you know of someone who's been complaining about rents in Hamilton or has been raving about rents in Hamilton, send this episode to them. I'd love to hear their thoughts as well. If you haven't yet, subscribe to Real Estate and Coffee on whatever podcast app you're listening to right now. And help us reach other Canadians with fresh real estate news. If you go over to Apple Podcasts, no matter if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, you can still hop over hop over to Apple Podcasts online. Find Real Estate and Coffee. Give us a five-star rating. And if you want to give us some feedback, you can leave a review with that rating as well. And so that, that tells Apple Podcasts that it's worth promoting and its own systems to other people. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to Real Estate and Coffee. It's Friday. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.